Yo, welcome to the Uncut 90. I'm your host, Delacqua, with a few special guests and analysts. Wass is here. Wass in the building. Daniel is here. Hey. And Amika is here as well. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, G. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's your boy. That's, that's why you started in case you missed it. <laughs> um, so let's just start off with the game that happened today. Um, Probably the game that a lot of people watched or tried to watch. You know, if you have ESPN Plus or other illegal measures, you know, whatever you do, good for you. Um, But Chelsea United, I going into the game, I actually was telling Chelsea fans that, you know, United has their numbers. United has beat them like twice this season. It's too easy for them. And Three times, and lo and behold, you know Chelsea beat them super um, easy, at least scoreline wise. I saw highlights; didn't look like United really was. They didn't look like they created that many chances, but you never know. Um, Wise, I'll start with you. Did you get a chance to see the game, and what are your thoughts about that game? I didn't get a chance to see the game. I'm very thankful that I didn't watch that game. <laughs> like we played absolute garbage, but I'm not so surprised about. Us being garbage because Daniel James was starting, so (laughs) so it seems like Ole switched up the team, switched up the lineup, which he's right to do. But I don't know why Odione Gallo didn't start. I don't know why you know Romero didn't start. Seeing what they they here decided to do, but I I don't really care about the FA Cup anyway. I'm I'm trying to finish in the top four, so yeah. Okay. Sounds like shots about some other teams, but you know we'll get to that. Yo, so real quick, what's what's up with the hair, man? Because if you've seen the highlights, if you've seen the game, I mean the hair basically gave the game away. Like you, I don't know if you could, I don't see how you could ever win a game with a goalkeeper giving up two goals that easily. So um, yeah, like what is up with him? I know we've had people already start. We've talked about Henderson already on this podcast. It seems like it's a thing that's going to keep coming up, especially if the hair is doing this. I mean, you just asked for Romero, you know, and I think you've done that on this podcast before. I mean, what is up with him? Is it done for him? Like, what, what needs to happen with him? I don't know. Clearly, he's in, like, a psychological hole. That's what it seems like. Because he still makes great saves. Every game, he makes, like, difficult saves, hot shots, close, close-range stuff. It's like he's not concentrating when it's easy or something because every, all the howlers have been mad easy. Like Mason Mount didn't even shoot that ball. I bet if he shot it hard, he would have like dove and done like a super acrobatic. <laughs> he, he always, so he makes, it was easy. yeah, like, I don't know. He's not, his concentration, he's not completely there psychologically. Like, so I don't know. I can't say we should just sell him. He, he has been a great seven for the club, you know, but because it was a cup game, all I'll say is, yo, let Romero have the cup games. Romero is too good to not at least start all the cup games. You know, I really like Romero. He's a very good goalkeeper, but we have De Gea. He did, De Gea didn't have to play today. We could have played Romero and the result. In fact, would have probably, I'll let me not say win, but we're definitely not conceding those two goals because this guy doesn't play. They, you, they put him in the lineup. He will be sharp. You know, he's he's not going to want to make those kinds of mistakes. And for us to concede, go two goals down, at least we'll be 0-0 fighting for the game. Instead of conceding two stupid goals. So, I mean, I don't know what to say about the air, man. If PSG want to come and splash, like maybe... Yeah, you wish. Yeah, like some big team come and give us money. 
But I don't particularly think Henderson is ready either. So for me, it's actually Romero I want to be starting. If we do let go of the hair, like we should start Romero. Like I, I don't think Henderson is ready. I I really like I said it before, I, I really like Romero. So that's my take. Yeah, yeah I've said that. Yeah. Yo, Mick, I want to ask you about Harry Maguire because it, it seems like he's also another guy that's kind of up and down, struggling. Maybe not to the extent of De Gea, at least with the obvious errors, but it's it's been a rough month for him, I feel like. I don't know if I'm just, you know, overreacting. Um, what do you think about him as a player and just that transfer for United? Is that something that you think they're probably regretting right now? Yeah, to be honest, like... With every very good defender, right, you can always, like, pick out, like, a quality about that defender that you like, you know? Like, mm. you can say someone like Virgil is is good in the air, you know, he's good on his feet too, very good, you know, composure, you know, good at tracking player runs and stuff like that. But with Maguire, I cannot see any strength that, like, stands out. Like, what is... He's good in the air. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that he has scored more than one goal with his head. I don't know that he's on the receiving end of a lot of corners and stuff like that. There's no, you don't see man you trying to utilize any of his abilities for anything. Honestly, I think the guy is a is a bum. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think the guy is a bum, man. I think he's a joke of a signing. So you wouldn't take him at Arsenal? Oh my goodness, I will definitely not take him at Arsenal. But let me just wow. tell you this now: the caliber of player now is actually ironically McGuire's replacement. That's who I want at Arsenal. Because that guy, so you choose a stud. The guy is hard on the ball, throws tackles, uses his head. He's aggressive. You know, he knows how to play. Like, come on, man. I mean, so so you can even see it. But Maguire, I'm just... And also, Maguire likes to, like, attack. You know what I mean? Like, he thinks his, his on-the-ball movement is good, which I think... He's that, like the Ramos, PK. He likes to play like that. Yeah, he likes to think that he can, you know, take the ball up and create plays. It's like, guy, shut the fuck like, go. Man, go back, like sit down. Man. You're not that good. So as far as the signing, man, honestly, my you, I think they got it wrong. But I mean, you can't always get them right. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times, and I think in fact, oftentimes it happens with defenders. A lot of people sign defenders, and it usually doesn't work out. I mean, look at Bailey. Bailey was also supposed to be this incredible signing, hasn't really quite worked out. I mean, Arsenal went and picked. Uh, Socrates hasn't really worked out. David Luiz, we don't even know what about. Lich Steiner, I don't even know if you guys remember. Like, <laughs> like a lot of times, people, the, defenders, the defenders don't really show up. You know what I mean? So it's not atypical, shot. But yeah, you know, Maguire is English. Good for him. So, mm, mm. Yo, Danny, I want to I ask you about Chelsea because we kind of talked about United a little bit. You know, Chelsea get this win. They're going to go to the final. They're going to be facing your team, Arsenal, that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, yeah. What do you think about them getting this result? Because, like I've said, they've struggled against United, surprisingly somewhat, that they haven't been able to beat them. Um, do you think it was just a matter of, like, they were going to beat them at some point? Like Kerry said, maybe it wasn't the real United team. They rested some players. I mean, how happy should Chelsea fans be right now? Yeah, they act- I actually saw the game today. So they totally outplayed United today. And I want to say it's, a, it's as a result of fatigue. United players. I think Chelsea had like 48 hours rest. They kept saying that during the game. Uh, but Chelsea are such a strange team because I actually think that they have like one of the best midfields like in the league. Bar like City uh, or maybe Liverpool. I think you love Barkley, right? <laughs> no, Barkley didn't actually play today, but Kovacic was great. 
Willian was great today. They they did not put a foot wrong at all. It is true that they have sort of threw the game away. Uh, should have, the second one, you should have definitely saved. The first one, you can argue maybe it was too close, so you didn't like see it in time or something. But for Chelsea, they have a very strong midfield. The defense is not very good, and the attack is not also very good. I mean, they have Giroud up top. He used to be an Arsenal player. He's actually he's, he's decent, but he's not elite or anything, you, if you know what I mean. But next season, they're getting Werner up front and they're getting Ziyech as part of that midfield again. This Chelsea team has like a very bright future. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they're going to do uh, next season. But in terms of the final, I was really hoping we would get United. I was really, really, really? hoping. Yep, I was hoping we could play United in the in the final because Chelsea will be it will be a tough ask. Because we, we so you don't think United will be tough? I just think that Chelsea's midfield, midfield is where we're weakest at Arsenal. I think people will say the defense, but for me, it's the midfield. And Chelsea has like the best, like one of the best midfields in the league. So I was not really looking forward to like playing them. And I also, I think Giroud is going to come back and haunt us again. <laughs> so I was hoping. I, let, me ask, let me ask another question. You don't think United has a really good midfield with Pogba and Bruno and Matic? I don't see it. You're not scared of them? No, I don't. I don't. I don't see it. And wow. uh, I just don't see it. I I also don't know why uh, today Pogba then wasn't allowed to start because uh, United they keep saying oh well they had to rotate players because they were fatigued. But Bruno has played every game I think, and Pogba hasn't played every game. So if you're rotating because of fatigue, Bruno goes out and Pogba should play. But actually Pogba was out and Bruno was still playing. So that was kind of weird by Ghana Solskjaer, but. Yeah, I was really looking forward to playing United, but I guess it's Chelsea with it, so we'll see how that goes. Wes, I have a question because uh, Daniel just brought up the fact that Bruno played, and I want to say he played all 90 minutes, um, whereas other he players are rotated, yep. yeah, were rotated out. Do you think that there is a little bit of over-reliance on Bruno, especially in a game like this where you've kind of mentioned it seems like it's maybe not your top priority. Like, was this a chance for him to rest? Like, are they running him into the ground, or you're not worried about that at this moment? Yeah, absolutely. All this fatigue that Daniel was talking about, I'm just baffled. I understand giving Pogba a break. Pogba just came back from like a mad injury. He was out for yeah. the whole first half of the season. So Pogba's own, I get. But everybody else, I don't get. Like, you know, maybe Martial, you want to give Odionigalo a chance up top. Yeah, but not for like Daniel James. Like, so. This whole fatigue thing, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Like that's not, that's no. The Chelsea had 48 hours rest uh, compared to United for the game, so I guess you could, you could argue. I, I don't care about that stuff, man. I don't care. Like, come, like, come on, play if you want to play. Like, look at the players that, like, Brandon Williams played. He switched the formation. There, there are more things for me. There are other things that happened that that affected the game other than fatigue well i'm just i'm just speaking from actually like watching the game because there's so many straight passes people just passes straight out of play and that sort of thing happens when people are like tired exactly when people are not sharp yeah let's not let's not let united off the hook with this fatigue thing man like the the team just needs to improve like, mm. it, like if you're not good enough, ready to play, 
a semi-final against Chelsea to go, then like don't do it, don't don't give me fatigue, man. Like, come on. Hmm. You know, make it, Arsenal was a team that came out ready to play to the surprise of many. They beat City. Um before that they beat Liverpool. I mean, as an Arsenal fan, what is your takeaway from those two games? Especially the um the City game. Because the Liverpool game, you could say, okay, Liverpool, they're done with the season. They're just trying to get through those games. They don't care that much. But City's we know City's trying to win. They never come out there just to just for fun. Um, what do you think about Arsenal getting those two big results? Yo, kudos to Arteta, man. Uh, very big results, like you said. Obviously, the boys showed up. You know, shout out to Aubameyang. You know, he was excellent. Say it again. Yeah, you know, shout out to Aubameyang. He was ex- uh, you know, excellent. <laughs> games. I mean, that's the thing. People think I dislike Aubameyang. I actually don't dislike him. People think. Uh, <laughs> and 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 so I would like to address that. You know, I think Obama Yang is a good player. I just don't think that he shows up uh, in big games when we need him to. And ironically, he has done so more recently, actually. But typically, we all know Obama Yang. He usually does not. And let's see what happens in the final. Knock on wood, he does perform as well. But notwithstanding, Shai, like I was saying, kudos to Arteta. You know, took a chance, played three in the back, played two strikers. You know, I've been pushing for the 3-5-2 agenda, as you guys know, since yes. game one. And, you know, obviously it takes some work, you know, with regards to implementing it. But, you know, when you get it right, you get it right. And I think that's what happened, man. So, you know, the boys are confident right now. You know, you beat Liverpool, you beat City. At this point, you feel, you genuinely start to believe that, look, you can beat anybody. You know what I mean? And so shout out to him, man. And plus, I don't know if you guys know this, but Arteta's subs are also quite stellar, man. Shout out to... All, all the, the the changes he makes during the games, you know, and believing in the boys, you know, and Katia is playing today. Willock is coming on, like the guy is he's playing everybody, and then he's benching the people that think they're too big for the club. You know, Ozil needs to sit down, man. The guy doesn't really do anything when he plays, anyways. Yeah, he's creative, but even Mourinho cited Ozil's issue, man. That you know, he comes on, he just wants to give that good pass and go and sleep. You know, like you know, <laughs> you also have to run, man. It's a ninety-minute game. You know, you have to run. You understand? So I think Arteta is also just, you know, he's he's still trying to figure things out, but so far he's 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 making progress, man. So we'll see what happens. But you know, again, shout out to Aubameyang as well. Shout out to two clean sheets, by the way. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw this, but yeah, it was it was another clean sheet. Quite impressive. But yeah, I mean, I, we don't expect that from David Luiz, obviously, as you know. And that's why we we considered against Liverpool. Yeah, that was two one money score. Don't worry, but I'm actually mostly referencing the game prior. I think that was a clean sheet as well. But ultimately, my point is that I'm a bit concerned because, you know, David Luiz, when he sees his Chelsea brothers, he might be a little too... <laughs> <laughs> might be a little too... No, oh, my God, Giroud, I we see you. Ah, Giroud, take this ball. Ah, score. Oh, man. Good guy. But, yeah, that's my issue, man. And, you know, as you saw, Chelsea is also not sleeping, man. They're also pushing. They're also pushing, you know. Honestly, I would, I would really hope for them to start Giroud because I think Olivier is a much easier, uh, you know, situation to handle than the likes of Abraham, you know. You, you, you think Olivier is easier to handle than Abraham? Of course, because Olivier yeah, is lazy no, and okay, slow. Okay, no Olivier is lazy and slow. He's not as... Tammy will, be, Tammy will beat Luis for pace. Let's start there. No problem. You don't even have to explain. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. 
Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to say anything too. But yeah, man. So, so that's my take on it, man. Shout out to the boys. We're making it to the final. Oh, by the way, this also I think implies that we qualified for Europa, which I think was a concern for us actually because you know it doesn't seem like we're going to finish top six in Prem. Yeah. <laughs> we're a bit concerned, but this auto auto puts us in 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 Europa because Chelsea will finish top four, therefore it'll extend the run out. Uh, in FA Cup for Europa. Okay. I mean, Chelsea's not guaranteed top four right now, but I don't no, think it no, matters, Chelsea right? Because they're going to be Chelsea. Europa no matter what. Yeah, because no, Tottenham... I, think I, don't, I don't know if they're going to beat Liverpool, so <laughs> I don't know how they're going to make the top four. Liverpool and Wolves is the two games left, I think, right? I mean, if, if Arsenal can beat Liverpool, I think Chelsea can. Look, I know I you mean, have no respect for us, Wasp. Okay. That's not true. That's not no, true. No, but it doesn't matter. Like, my point is, even if, like, let me see. Hold on. Mm. I think what you're trying to say is, if you win the FA Cup, you get a Europa spot, right? No, no, no. I'm saying, that, I'm saying that we don't have to win the FA Cup to get Europa because if you finish top four and you win the FA Cup, technically, they don't want to lose a Europa spot. You see what I'm saying? So they extend the second team. That played the, that's the team that played the final. So, so it's what you're saying. So if Chelsea doesn't make Champions League and what they happened? win yeah. and they win FA Cup, then you're not going to Europa. And we are not going to Europa. Oh, so you're not guaranteed yet. Why are you so no, happy? No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure because Bro, Leicester. Hold up, not, hold up, Leicester is not doing anything for Arsenal still goes to Europa because Chelsea will not finish outside the top six. Exactly. Yeah. Chelsea yeah. yeah. will still qualify for Europa, which means the 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 runner up thing. Exactly. Flows through. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's actually what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah so you definitely did guarantee your spot. So and and Daniel, I hope you're right that Chelsea can't beat Liverpool because that helps. No, I I just don't I don't see how they're going to beat Liverpool and Wolves. I don't I don't see it. I just don't see how they're gonna do it. But they could do it. They've been they beat City, right? To give Liverpool a title. So uh I don't know. I I'm sure they would have preferred to have like Norwich and Aston Villa instead of Liverpool and Wolves. I mean of course who wouldn't want that? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Daniel, what, what do you what's your what's your takeaway from from the Arsenal games? I mean, you just heard Emeka say he's happy. You know, shout out to the boys. He's he's feeling good to be an Arsenal fan. Are you yeah. feeling you know the same way? You feeling quite as jolly as him? Well, well, nothing has changed for me. The jury is still out on Arteta. I want to see what he does in the off season. He says he <laughs> has a direct line to Stan Kroenke. I don't think Emery ever had that. So. <laughs> <laughs> he says he has a direct line to Stan Kroenke so the jury is still out of him this season is done it's gone but I'm happy mm-hmm. that the boys having like downed tools they haven't just given up you know the people showed up they played I saw Aubameyang celebration it looks like they actually like enjoying they enjoyed this outing and it was nice I liked it it was a good win but uh, nothing really has changed it's all about what we do to the midfield in the off season. It's it's okay. key. It's absolutely key. But these were good wins, and uh, I have to shout out David Luiz, man, because <laughs> the last time we played City, I don't know what the dude was doing, okay, but it was bad. And but this time, <laughs> Luis was immense. Every header, he was there, and there were like two blocks where Sterling was literally like in a six-yard box, about to shoot and score, and somehow Luis just blocked it. It was an immense performance by David Luiz. 
I don't I don't hate the guy. I don't know why people don't like him so much. I always, like, this, really, guy, you don't know? this guy had two good games and suddenly you you forget all the nonsense he has. <laughs> like, what? You you guys know my take on this Arsenal Arsenal defensive situation. I keep I have maintained that it's because the midfield is useless. That's why those guys at the back look so bad. Mm. Yeah, so, so when so when Sayad Kolasinac did what he did, the midfield looked stupid. Well, that one was yeah, that yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's on Sayad Kolasinac, but you know, but generally speaking, uh, the the midfield doesn't provide the defense any any sort of shield or anything, and they don't hold onto the ball, so the the opposition always has the ball. And the more the other team has the ball, the more likely it is that they're going to score. And that's why exactly why I'm afraid to play Chelsea in the final because they will hold the ball well in midfield, and sooner or later they're going to put a cross in and someone will score. So yeah, that's a that's a concern for me, like in midfield. <coughs> Sorry. Um. So your upcoming games. Let's, let's talk a little bit about Arsenal's upcoming games. You have in, in the league. You have Aston Villa and you have um, what can I remember right now? Watford. Watford. Yeah, you have Watford. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, Watford recently—I don't know if you guys saw—they fired the coach. Um, so stupid. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, yes, let's talk about that for a second because I wasn't really planning on talking about that. But what do you think about? I'll start with you, West, since you already have an opinion. Why would they fire their manager with two games left in the season? You're not quite safe, and you need these two games. I mean, yeah, you need these two games. Like, why would they fire him now? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who manages or like who runs Watford, who's on the board, but they all need to uh, look at themselves very well because they have had three managers this season. Three managers. Nigel Pearson actually came in and galvanized the team a bit. He they, did. They were already going down. They were already going down. Even if you do go down, at least you have a manager that the players seem to have a reaction to, then try and bounce back with the first go-around. Why fire the manager and put the club into disarray with two games to go? You don't know what can happen in those two games. Like, they're, they're, it's not guaranteed that they're going to go down. They can pick up enough points to finish uh, instead of 18 because it's just no. three No, 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 no. So, guys, don't you get That's the exact reason why you're doing it. This is, in fact, galvanizing players so they don't get relegated. Is that, like, new manager bump that they're hoping to get? No, 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 no. That is not going to happen with two games to go. But that's the point. They only yeah. need to win those two games. Yeah. And they can lose those two games. They will probably exactly. lose those games. Exactly. Because... And that's why they are taking this measure to galvanize the boys more. You know, you guys, you know, we fight, we believe in you guys instead of the manager. You guys go out there that's and do not... That's not how that works. That's right. just not how football works. A lot of time we see it when managers are let go, the players for no, some no, no, reason. No, no, no. Not with two games left to go in the season. This like this brings confusion. What two games to go in the season? You're firing the man. Like the players are confused right now. In fact, now they are more likely to get relegated than not. I don't know how you see how this I mean, honestly, that's just one way to look at it. Let's be honest, that's just one way to look at it. I mean, the way I look at it too is equally valid. That is, like, I see it as an opportunity for the players to somehow just come together during this time and just play their heart out because of the change in the club. You know, seen as though... But, but, 
That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, what, it seems to me like it would probably lead the players to just feel like you've given up on this season. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't understand. Like, yeah. they have City coming up. No, they have because the players are aware. In fact, that's what I'm saying. It all boils down to it's subjective, right? Because I even think the exact opposite. That is, you are saying, look, the players, it's you we believe in as opposed no, 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 to the manager. Hold on, wait, please, one second. Like, I just even looked at the table. Watford aren't even 18th. They're actually 17th. So yeah, they're safe right, right now. Yeah, yeah so right but they are three points clear of, of relegation. It's 31 and 34, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So That's they the point. Have, they really they need to win. Of games. Like, it's not like, it's not like uh, Aston Villa has a game in hand over them. Like, they still have the edge. So, the manager still has the edge. Why are you firing him? Why are you letting him go? This makes absolutely no sense to me. Absolutely. Wait, did they state an official reason for firing the manager? Or is just that I haven't you... seen it, but they're they're not gonna give you that much information in the official. It's gonna One be official. Of those, uh, generic. We have parted yeah, with. Yeah. When did they ever? When did they ever tell you why? They just say, "Oh, we decided it's time." Oh, to but get we know away. why they parted with Emery. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is the uh, second or third time they fired a manager this season, right? Watford. Yeah, second. Yeah, someone was making a good point in the group today. Is when you fire this manager, you actually have to pay them out. So I, it's actually yeah. sort of like a, a waste of money in a way, right? Because you're just paying down contracts that people are not actually actually running down. And it makes yeah. no sense. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, I agree with Watson. This. I don't see like the logic of it. In fact, Watford has been playing way better since Persian took over. Remember, these are the guys that beat Liverpool. Remember, they're the ones that stopped Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. They trust Liverpool. They... Yo, yo, yo. These guys are I think stupid. I think Watford might have some power drunk owner somewhere, man, who's just, who's just firing people when you look at him wrong. He just fires yeah, you, man. Yeah, I even thought they were 18. I had to go and check. They're actually, like, above water. Yeah. So, but this actually, like, sort of uh, now uh, threatens to actually take them down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and and to be fair, I do I do understand what Mecca is saying is that it has a possibility of galvanizing them. I think the I don't understand my, my, my opinion is probably just gonna be that right now you're okay. You don't need to do anything drastic at this point of the season. Like it just you just don't know which way it's gonna go. I mean, I guess we can give them, you know, some support and say, oh, maybe they know what's going on within the team, but it just seems like an unnecessary risk with two games left. You but you guys don't realize that they have lost. I don't think you guys have looked at the stats here. Kerry's talking about their win against Liverpool that occurred all the way in February. Like, are you that, that's what you're citing? Do you know after that they lost five games? Yeah, come they lost Crystal Palace. They lost Crystal Palace, Burnley, Sutton, Chelsea, West Ham. You are saying things. I'm telling you, before the guy came, they were worse. He has improved them. Yeah. That's the basic thing. Yeah, their the recent form. Let me let me just let me just spit out their recent form. The last four games they played. The last game they played, they lost to West Ham three one. Before that, they beat Newcastle two one. They beat Norwich two one, and then they lost to Chelsea. So they haven't been in terrible form for where they're at the table. Like they've won two out of the last four. So, uh, like, please, Emeka, what are you saying now? <laughs> like that's my point. So if you look at it, that's like how me and the money plays FIFA. 
he looks at a window when he beats me two seasons. He would say, Emeka, I beat you. Uh, hey, it was seven uh, out of ten games, and you did not give me my props. My point is that Draco has strategically picked four games to now make it look like they are 50-50. Why didn't he pick seven games or eight games or nine games? Because no, actually, if, you take, would have season, if you take the whole season, they are better under him than anyone else they've had this season. Fact. For one, for one, you don't even know the stats. You don't know the stats. Yeah, we know that it's true. Emeka, come on. No, but Kerry doesn't know the stats. Cite something for me. Don't just speak. Cite something for me. <laughs> They were 19th before he got there. And now they are 17. Such a big change. Three points clear of 18th and 19th. And they so have a They are literally three points clear of this same 19 that you're talking about. But somehow they are managing to All right, all right, all right, all right. So what... What did you want the guy to do? A team that's already looking... Look, when the season started, everybody thought Watford was going to get relegated for sure. And somehow he has put them in a position where they have a chance not to get relegated. That's better than where you were. So why don't you allow this guy see if he can finish the job? Just save us. Their goal for this season is don't get relegated. And Terry, right now, they I'm are telling you that the guy lost seven of his last nine games. Dolapo is fighting I agree. I agree. I agree. You are completely... So that's my point. The managers are not looking at it from the Dolapo's perspective of, hmm, last four games, I'm we tired. want to be not Exactly. You have to be tired. Dolapo, <laughs> what was the next thing? You, you, this was actually a tangent. What was the, the main thing you were getting to? Yeah, no, no. So what we wanted to talk about, thank you, Daniel. Daniel's here to make sure we don't get off track. Um, We want to talk about uh, Arsenal's games, Arsenal's last two games, really. Uh, I expect us to have an episode before the final game, so we'll talk about, you know, those games more. But specifically, Aston Villa versus Arsenal. Um, A big game for Aston Villa because they're trying to save themselves. We just talked about Watford. Aston Villa's in 18th, three points um, below Watford. So they really need, they need three points badly. Um, right. And Arsenal, the next person they face. Um, what what do you think is going to happen in that game? What are your expectations? Arsenal just coming up. You know, Arsenal is on a high right now. We already kind of talked about that. Do you think this is a spot that they might be uh, they might be caught out? No, I think we're going to beat both of them, Watford and Aston Villa. We're actually okay. three points behind Wolves, who are like in sixth or something. So it's it, we. It's not like we don't have anything to play for at all. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Sorry. Say that again. So you're currently three points, points behind Wolves. Yeah, we're three points behind Wolves, yeah. Wolves. Yeah, Wolves is, in, Wolves is in seventh, so you don't care about them right now. Wait, <laughs> you're, Wolves? Oh, Spurs won today, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but so you're, you're, you're five have points. You have a game in hand in that case. Right, we're having, exactly, we're having a game in hand. Yeah, let me tell you guys, relax now. You're okay. five points behind Tottenham right now, who, and you do have hand. a game in hand. Okay. So, I mean... Yes, maybe that's what you have to play for, is the potential that you could catch them. All right, so the point is we're two, three points away from, like, six. Let's just say that. So it's not like we don't have anything to play for, right? We still have stuff to play for, and I think that we will beat Watford and uh, Watford and Aston Villa. I also think that Arteta somehow has, like, now come to the realization that, oh, Lacazette, Aubameyang, and Pepe are, like, the best front three we have, and you should play them. 
Like it's taken him like weeks and months to just arrive at this conclusion that oh look, just play the best players that we have. And I think that's why we're also like winning these games. So Yo, guys, give me, uh, give me a second. I need to go uh do something real quick, but I'll be right back. No problem, yeah. Uh what'd you call it? I saw Pepe's pass, Aubameyang, uh for the uh, for for his first goal against City. That's that's the sort of like thing that we bought this guy for. But then we keep benching people and then you play Edin Ketia and then Pepe is on the bench. It's like, what are you doing? These are the best front three that we have and you should play them. And I think that we will play them in these last two games as a result, we'll just win. And hmm. we've also we've also decided to now put uh, Ceballos and Jaka in midfield. I've complained about the midfield now, so I won't complain about it again. But this is actually like the best we have at this point. If you like... Take out Xhaka and put Torreira. We 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 have to beat Watford and Aston Villa, man. Come on, it's not okay. Yeah, it's well, give, me, give me a score. Give me a score. What you think that game is gonna be? Oh, I no. think we're gonna beat Watford two nothing. No, Aston Villa. We're not going to Watford yet. Just Aston Villa. Aston, oh, Aston Villa. Yeah, I'm gonna say two one or two zero. We oh, two yeah. one or two zero. Yeah. Okay, Wass. What do you think about this game? Do you agree with Daniel? No, no, I don't. My, my, I'm just gonna stick to the line that I've been on of bashing Arsenal. <laughs> they've, they've, they've done very well. I every time I bash them, they will go and win. So maybe this is good. Arsenal fans, if you want me to bash you guys so that you guys can go and win, but like we just went on a run talking about who's fighting for a relegation. Aston Villa, they don't want to get relegated. They are at home. This is like a last stand, you know. So I think yeah. the emotions on the day, man. I I wish we had like, like uh, fans in the stand for games like this because this is the kind mm-hmm. of thing that you use to push push your guys through. But um, I'm 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 still gonna say I think they'll be pumped. You have guys like Jack Grealish who is who is a Birmingham lad, right? He, yeah. He he was natured and nurtured by the club. He's the captain, you know. So I think uh, the the emotion of the day might be too much for Arsenal, who um, might uh, have a psychological drop. You know, they have put in a lot of effort into their last couple of games, and uh, this is the perfect storm for them to to lose. Mm-hmm. And Aston Villa has been playing pretty well recently. At least the last two games have gone good results. They beat Crystal Palace and they tied with Everton, which for them is a decent result. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I they're want, probably. I want you good. guys to understand something that we lost to Brighton and Co because Gwenduzi was playing. <laughs> I want you to okay. understand that, and Gwenduzi is no longer playing. So these mm. games, these games, we will win them. It's it's a no brainer. We won them. Okay. No, I, I think we're sure we're gonna beat Watford, which is unfortunate. Unfortunate, um, because that's our last home game of the season. I can't. You don't think they're gonna be galvanized? They will. It's just not going to be enough. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you can't say one thing and then say and say another thing. Please, you can't. Yeah, but you you have to have a limited brain to not to think <laughs> that I can't. The two can't happen. Like I've seen. You think Le Havre was not galvanized when they were playing PSG and collected 10 0? <laughs> yeah, but I, they weren't trying to I, win I, that day. I don't think I, they were galvanized, man. They were definitely galvanized. They all showed up saying, you know what, we can beat PSG. Who are they? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Kerry, please, you can now stop talking. 
But no, ultimately, no, my point very stupid. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. So yeah. it's okay. Stop gap. But my point ultimately <laughs> is that my point ultimately is that we Arsenal can certainly see. My only thing is that I'm wondering because the um our last game is on the 26th of July, and then the FA Cup final is on the first. So I'm just wondering if there's a plan to rest Aubameyang and you know the other big players, and if that's the it case. Would make sense. You said it wouldn't, or it would. It would. It would make sense to. I I agree actually because I think for us we would much rather win a title than finish strong. Yeah, coming coming like sixth and then winning the FA Cup, it will be great for this season. Exactly, it that's what I'm great saying. for so, this season. So I can actually honestly see Arteta kind of just like resting the boys, like Oba, maybe resting Laka, and then maybe probably starting Ketia and some other kids for the Watford game. And if that's the case, then Watford might still have a, a chance at, at yeah. doing something. If you Willock know? and Inketia are the ones playing against Watford. Woo! That's an L. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I, I would hope that Ateta won't do that. I don't think it's kind of fair to the rest. But that's of what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I would down down Because the money, think about it, right? This is the last game of the season. These guys risk getting relegated. They are playing... 110%, and that involves also being physical. Exactly. So I don't know that Arteta wants to risk that kind of game, man. Because this is a diehard game. Nobody wants to play in championship. Man. Nobody wants to play. So what do you think about the Aston Villa-Arsenal game? That's the one we actually want to focus on more. So that's actually a good point, because the villains, as they call them, uh, definitely a good enough squad to give us like a tough game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. You know, I don't know how they ended up in 19th, to be honest. It's a bit of a shocker. Sorry, 18th. I'm not even sure why they're here this low, given the quality they have on the team. But I know that these guys will also give their all out. So actually that game, I think, is going to be a much more like difficult game in a sense. Like, if we play our first team against Watford, we're going to win. But with this one, if we play our first team, there's no guarantee. That's what I'm saying. So, it's going to be tricky for Arteta, man. He has to really figure out what he's going to do. But I don't think, I don't think Villa is just going to be an easy an easy fixture. I think they're going to fight. And actually, I so think... Do you think you're going to win? What's the result? Honestly, I'm thinking it's going to be a tie, man. Okay. I'm thinking it's going to be a tie. Same way they fumbled their last game. I don't know how they considered like die-hard, like last minute. Let me go. You guys remember now? I think they were winning 2-1, no? And then... No, they were winning 1-0 and then Everton now banged a goal like yeah. late in the game. Yeah, let me see one minute of the goal. Didn't come it was 1-1, one, one. yeah. It was 1-1. One, one. Yeah, yeah. 87th minute, Theo scored. You understand? So... Yeah. Um, Honestly, a, a draw a draw kind of makes sense because we have, we have become experts in that this season. I think we have like... <laughs> we have like 16 draws or something like that. Just crazy. Yeah. 14. 14. Yeah. Plus, there's an away game. Aubameyang likely won't score. <laughs> what are you saying, man? So, so Dino, you think it's going to be a tie? You change your mind? Arsenal's going to no. I, I still think we'll beat them. I really do. I know you guys. I know you guys think that they're fighting relegation or they're going to come all out. Even if we play in Ketia, I think we'll still beat them on the day. Okay. There's nothing that we we specialize more in winning games that don't don't mean anything. We're great. Mm-hmm. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say this, that I know even the Villa players are saying to themselves, look, 
if there's any big team that we can actually get points against, it's Arsenal. I think oh, they're coming out of that mindset, saying like, look, guys, forget that it's Arsenal. This is actually the team we want because these are the kind of guys that will fumble. And ironically, that day, that's when the likes of El Ghazi, if he's playing, or, you know, the funny ones with the funny names like Hulahan. What I mean, all of a sudden they can't play. You guys have seen this. See, I was watching highlight, just highlight reels. You know, almost every big player in this world has a amazing goal against Arsenal. (laughs) It can be as we we revive careers, man. I'm telling you, a goal in two years. Oh, Arsenal. Yeah, if you, you see the kind of goal that they score Arsenal, see Michael Essien, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Essien didn't score that, almost that whole season. I remember it was one time in 2012, Ashley Young hit three finesse shots and they went in. We lost H2 that day. <laughs> I'm telling you, all of a sudden, everybody knows how to play. I, I did not understand it. He he just hit one and went in. He got another one, he hit one and went in. I was like, okay, is this is this FIFA or a real game? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. We lost H2 was, that day. All of a sudden, El Ghazi, Hulahan, Grealish. Like it's it's it's, it's it's Hurrihan. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what his name is. You get my point. You get my point. Oh man! Also, they have this one guy that I like. This left-footed guy. What's what, what's his name again? McGinn. again? No, 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 no. He's a Spanish dude, or I don't know where he's from. Douglas Luis? Is it Douglas Luis? Yeah, yeah, he's a mid. He's like a he has blonde hair or something like that. Yeah, the guy just has that left-footed swag, you know. Yeah, it must be Douglas Luiz. That's well, how I'm looking at actually, the team. That's a good point. Let me pull up their lineup against Everton to see who it's uh, who they are fielding. So Hurihan, <laughs> <laughs> Grealish, Trezeguet, Luiz, McGinn, Samata. I'm not sure. Maybe that's why they didn't win. Um, oh, by the way, if they get relegated, if Arsenal doesn't go and pick up Tyrone Mings, then we're useless. Uh, really? You like Tyrone Mings? Oh, come on. Mings is a so I've had, I've had uh, one of our good analysts on here. Hopefully, we can have him on and he can explain more. Uh, Winfred, just as recently as a week or two ago, told us that Tyrone Mings was literally the definition of average as a yeah. defender. No, no, no. But here's the thing. He checks all the boxes, right? For one, he's 27. He's an Englishman. And he's actually not that bad. Like, let's be honest here. He's actually not bad. The Villa is that guy, not that bad? That's, or like, that's the standard you want for us. He's not that bad. Guy. Yo. Guy, guy, guy. I, 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 I think we... Are you vocal about your opinion? <laughs> Come on. I roam me. Come on. Speaking of uh, America's hatred for Birmingham, we have to speak about Hurricane at some point. I just wanted to remind you. Oh yeah, no, don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna get to it. We're okay, gonna get to it. I don't it. want Wash to get off easy today. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Har- Hurricane had one good game, and now you want to shout? The guy oh, died. Yeah, stop! Just stop. Seventeen goals for somebody who was injured for almost half. So like, the like, what, what are you saying, man? We keep doing this. We keep doing this. By the way, the the player I was talking about on Aston Villa is Hota. Hmm? I don't know who that is. Isn't he in Wolves? 
No, no, no. This is a different hotter in Aston Villa. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Was uh, Delapo, please take over. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, we'll we'll come back, but I don't think there's any such person as Aston Villa, man. It <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it. Popo, please, like now, you you want me to say that you should not be the host of the <laughs> Premier League podcast when you don't know what? That. <laughs> okay, no, no worry. We'll we'll. Come yeah, on. he's from Spain. His he's name is Popo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Ah, why you say hot? I confused me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I only know English. I don't know Spanish. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Please. So let's just move on now. Kerry's right. Since, <laughs> since we brought up Harry Kane, he recently scored two goals. After we, like, I believe, on the last episode, we were saying Harry Kane hasn't been scoring goals. Mourinho has destroyed him. He's broken. He needs Pochettino, and then you know, of course, he scores two goals um, against Leicester in a pretty big game for Tottenham. Anyway. Um, Daniel, I'll start with you since you're eager to talk about Harry Kane. What yes. do you think about just that result for them? Um, they seem to be kind of getting the results, even if it doesn't look pretty. seems like they're getting some kind of form and they're going to finish the season out strong. Yeah, for me, Spurs is like one of the most promising teams, which is why it's kind of sad that Mourinho is wow. the coach. Okay. You know, they're supposed to be rivals, I know, but I, I find their team to be very, very promising. So I'm kind of like dismayed that Mourinho was like stacking their passes like their coach. But the thing is this, okay? It was a very it was a good result. They needed that win. We're all like trying to get into like top six, top five. But I want to talk about like, Harry Kane, okay? So Harry Kane scored two goals today. That first goal, there is no way Marcus Rashford ever scores that. I guarantee. <laughs> like, I don't understand this. Conversation. No, no, no. Watch, watch. Wait, wait, wait. There's that first goal. I, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but you know, I know these days the games are kind of like thick and fast, so you everyone's missing games here and there. Yeah. But that first goal, there was no way. There was no yeah. way. Because scores it. There is just this finish that this guy does. Like he just the angle is not even there, but he sees it and he will just place it there. And then the second goal I wanted to talk about also because it was a counterattack, right? I think Spurs like got the ball in their own like box, and Harry Kane like sprinted down the field. I was happy to see that. No, so, so, what? so no, 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 Demani, I think you're, you're you're twisting this. So that was the first goal when it was like uh, he left it. The second goal was when he bent it around the keeper. Okay, like I might have. Are you sure? Right. I think I think the third yeah, no, goal it was the first goal that was the counter where uh, Lucas Moura laid it off, and then one time left footer. Oh, okay, and then I got the bottom line. I must have flipped that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that goal last year, I was saying that oh, I was kind of disappointed because he has put on weight. It seems like he's not working hard enough. But that sprint from all look, the way from his box look, to the other good. half and a finish like that. And then people look at me and tell me this guy is not good. Guy, 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 guy. The man, let me let me just add to the points that you're making so eloquent you're 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 you're, vo- you're 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 expressing so vocally and eloquently. So do you know do you know that let me now just read Harry Kane got injured as of January January first, I think. Do you know right. he didn't play he didn't play the Tottenham game? He didn't play Watford, he didn't play Norwich, he didn't play Sutton, he didn't play City. He didn't play Sutton again. He didn't play Villa. He didn't play the Leipzig game. He, he didn't play Chelsea. 10, games. He missed 10, 11 games. And the guy has 17 goals. Do you see the pass that he gives uh, Son Heung Min today? It was one pass that he gives Son Heung Yeah, Exactly. Sons, that pass, I'm telling you, Aubameyang cannot do it. Rashford cannot do it. Aubameyang, no, that, that, I, that, no. 
So that's right what I'm saying. Now, so, so Kerry, I'm still talking. I'm still talking. Okay, I'm still okay, talking. Speak. So my point ultimately is this, and I stand so firmly by it. I stand so firmly by this point. You have to put respect on the guy's name. 17 goals, and he's missing half, it's, almost half the season. It's crazy. And, then, and then when I say that the guy is world class, they'll say, yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. I'm just and, like, and, and what's, what's the culprit here? Did he just can I speak? Can I speak? Was before you speak, you're going to speak in a second. Before you speak, Anthony Marshall has played almost every game. Well, he has been fit. I know he was injured. I looked at his record. He was injured for a couple of games, actually. So let me just say he was fit the whole season. But point is, he's played most of the games this season. And he has like 16 goals. So, so wait, real quick, before we get carried away, right. Anthony Marshall has 17 goals in 30 appearances. Right. Harry Kane has 17 goals in 28 appearances. I would say it's pretty much the same. Okay, yeah, Marshall was injured for a while. Okay, I'll give him that. But still, Harry Kane has been like injured for like three months. No, it's not the same. That's my point. That's yeah, exactly the point that needs to be made. You guys, uh, you guys are giving yeah, me a two game difference is what Harry Kane needs to get that four goal advantage. What are you guys yeah. saying? <laughs> the guy has scored four goals since the restart. Okay, Ooh, let, okay. Me just, let me just punch this. Let me punch this to watch right now. Watch. What's your beef against Kane now? Tell me. I want to hear it. All right. So every time we speak. Wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Dolapo, before you finish. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Dolapo, since you have the stats, uh, how yeah. many games has Obama Young played? You say how many games? Yeah, yeah. Goals and games. Give me the same ratio for Obama. Yeah. 20 goals and 34 appearances. Oh, my God. 34? Yeah. That's a lot. Okay, keep going. All right. So, <laughs> first off, I don't know if you guys are, like, in the same place, drinking the same alcohol or something. I really don't know what's going on to suddenly just start telling me the hurricane is this super war. But, yeah, anyway, um... Let's look at Leicester because it is important to know. No, what no, no. We are, we are looking at Harry Kane. Tell me why you think. <laughs> tell me why you're trying to. Are you, are you, are you trying to be a politician right now? Like you you're guys spoke. Are you trying I'm to pivot? I'm not pivoting to anything you guys spoke, right? So why are you talking about Leicester? Man? He doesn't. He speak, doesn't play man. My God. Jesus. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'm not going to let you pivot to Leicester. Talk about Kane, but go on. The floor is yours, Watson. Look, honestly, I don't mind Watson getting emotional because I don't give a fuck about his feelings. <laughs> Ultimately, my point stands that if we're talking about Harry Kane, we put respect on the guy's name. Watson can shout and try and pivot and start talking about Leicester for some reason, maybe side Vardy, who is ironically the best striker this season. He's but what's the point? Why, why are you Leicester? Leicester, Leicester guys, guys. He's, he's going to say Leicester not good. <laughs> What are we saying yeah. here? Sight has I, think, I, think, I think we can let Watts speak for himself. We don't have to guess what Watts right, is going to I'm going to be Watt, quiet please. for the next We're five minutes speak. and let Watts speak. Watts, go ahead. Is, is Watts on? Yeah, Watts is here. He's just being quiet. Watts, what's saying. good now? It's okay to get emotional. Dolapo, let's move on. The guy has nothing to say. No, He's no, you cannot, you cannot slate. This guy, it's this guy is can't think. What will I say bad about Harry Kane? He can't come up with anything. He can't come up so, with anything. So, listen, it looks like Watson's having some kind of technical difficulties or something. So we'll keep we'll keep going for now. Um, but let, let's talk about the relegation battle. Um, that's that's occurring, right? Teams essentially have two games. Some teams have already played. 
Do you say something while I see you here? You can't hear me? I can hear you now. All right. All right. So, like, I, I don't understand what kind of podcast this is right now. Like, you guys want to speak for 30 minutes and not allow anybody speak. So, I, I really don't know what's going on. But you're, you're going on against, you're going off saying Hurricane is super good. Like, you have to analyze the team that he was playing. You, mm-hmm. Emeka, at the beginning of this podcast, you said the person that replaced Harry Maguire is one of the best centre-backs you've ever seen. So, Junko, that guy did not play. Leicester's best centre-back. They played West Morgan, who has not played this season, and somebody called Bennett. Do you know who Bennett is? You don't know. But West Morgan hasn't played since 2016, the year that they, Leicester won the title. So, now, we have... Leicester, a team that has the best right-back and left-back tandem in the league. Both of those guys are injured. I like mm. Chilwell has been injured. Pe- Pereira has been injured. On the left side, they, they played who? Some random person. On the right, they played Justin oh, That guy has gotten some games, fine. But Pereira is still the starting right-back. So the, 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 the defense that Harry Kane did, all this nonsense that he did today against, is a makeshift defense. Players that right, have what? no, I'm gonna have to stop shut, you. Shut I, the fuck up. Hey, I said like, I wouldn't please, interrupt you, please. but I can't let you. No, 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 no. I started here and I let him finish. I started here and I let you guys. When he's done, let me. Oh my goodness. Yes, Daniel, let him finish. Okay, but when he's done, I want to speak. Let him finish. So I don't, I don't see where all this hurricane is world class scoring two goals because he scored two goals against against Leicester. And now, when we're speaking about Hurricane, why are we bringing up? Why are you talking about Rashford? Why are you talking about Marcel? Why are you talking about Aubameyang? Speak on Hurricane and the qualities that he has. Why are you bringing up other strikers? I don't. I think we're comparing them. All right. Okay. Are you done? I'm done. Speak. Okay. All right. So your 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 defense here today is that Leicester are not good, or that most of their defenders are injured. The same Leicester that last game smacked Southampton. Who smacked you? Or oh, was a draw, actually, 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> but you're trying to say, it felt like a defeat, though, right? But, you know, you know what I mean? Hold up. Hey, hey, hey. Do you know who Thomas is? All right, hold up. Do you know who Justin James is? Hold up. you know who Bennett is? Hold up. This is the same Leicester that smacked Southampton last game. I don't. It's Leicester. No, 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 no. Daniel, Daniel. Let me speak. Let me speak. Listen, I just want to correct your fact. I, okay, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. Please, please. Yes. They did not play Southampton. They, they played play? Sheffield. They played Sheffield United. They Sheffield. Two goals to nothing. Before that, they lost. Four one to Bournemouth. So okay, so Sheffield. It wasn't. It was off. Yeah, it wasn't Southampton. It was Sheffield. But the point still stands. So okay, I'll, I'll just ask what one question, and I won't speak too much because I think Emeka wants to say something. So you are saying he scored two goals against a makeshift Leicester. Okay, so the rest of the seventeen goals or the sixteen goals that he has scored, all makeshift. Yeah, they are all makeshift. Oh, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> damn, damn! If you score, damn! If you don't. If the guy now didn't score today. You see, you say, ah, trash can't even score. Crazy. Can't even score. And then when he scores, oh, he's only scoring because it's a poor defense. Yo, fuck off, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys. I mean, I understand what you guys are saying that Kane does have to get credit for the goals he scored. I think that you know to help us a little bit because you guys are, or like he said, <laughs> I don't know what you guys are drinking, but he's just saying that if you want to talk about Harry Kane, 
this is not the game that you're going to present to him to say, look at Harry Kane. He did a lot of good work against Luke Thomas and James Justin and Bennett and Wes Morgan in 2020. Yeah, if that's what we're saying, then Hazard was never a good player. Emeka, please do not do not bring new coffee. <laughs> I know that's what you want to do, but please relax. This guy, All right, Popo, hold on. Popo, hold on. Um, the, the league fixtures are the league fixtures. Harry Kane does not make the league fixtures. He also does agree. not pick Leicester's team. They, they, they showed up with their team. This is a league side. I know you think that makes it defense, but Leicester is a league side that are actually like Ted right now in the league. Yes. For, these, are not the players, players, these are not the players team. that got them to third. Like, this is not the defense. Honestly, honestly, Harry Apple, let me just, let me just tell you, Apple. Let me just tell you right striker, now. He is not world class. So, please. Yeah, no, 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 no problem. All I'm, all I'm oh going to say goodness. is that if you, if, 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 if you don't see that Kerry is biased, then obviously there's a problem because... No, 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 no. Of course when, he's biased. When, I don't, a, player, when, I don't a, player, when a player, Harry Kane was back to back to back, Two seasons in a row, highest goal scorer in Prem. And the season before that, it was Aguero. He was second. That season, Aguero had a phenomenal year. Hurricane was second that season. Till today, the guy has consistently been banging those goals. But he's not world class. But what? Emeka, let me ask you a question real quick. Daniel, wait, wait. Emeka, let me ask you a question. I don't remember where you stand on this. Is Aubameyang world class for you? Guy, that's what I'm saying. And I'll, I'll express this one more time. The caliber of world class, that, as I define it, is a player who will get you the goal that you need to win those big games. Again, I have said this. Aubameyang had a penalty in the 90th minute against Tottenham, <laughs> our biggest yeah. driver, and he missed that penalty. Not only did he miss the penalty, yeah, the, ball was the ball was whipped back into the box for him to now at least score, and he missed it again. So my point is this. Aubameyang does not score when we need him to score, and for that reason, I do not rate him. Is he a goal-scoring machine? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But he's not world class for you. Can you just oh, my issue? My issue. Sure? My issue is just like the same reason Lukaku is not world class for me. Oh, Emeka, I In don't know. Lukaku is not world class. All I want to know is Aubameyang world class for you. Aubameyang is not world class. That's my answer. Is he a good striker? Yes, he's a good striker. Is he world class? No. Is Lukaku world class? No. But was Lukaku banging in goals? Yes. Okay. Is I, I just want to world class. No. Was Ruth van Vanistor banging in goals? Yes. <laughs> Look up, please. Okay, give me give me the last word on this, please. If, if it's the last word, you're about oh, to move on. Let me okay, okay, the last word because I know Mika just wants us to like just he likes chaos because he's just bringing in new players, <laughs> saying crazy things left and right, hoping that we get distracted. Yeah, but we're so not if you if you want to move on though, so let me get the last please, word on this. Last word, please, and let's move on and talk about the relegation battle. So yeah, the, the, the the bottom line is this, okay. Harry Kane was out for three months this season, and it looks like he's going to. This is going to be his fourth or fifth season in a row where he's going to score twenty goals. I think he will score twenty goals. He, he didn't score twenty last season. He did not. I found due, I just due, put that due in to there. injuries. Due to injuries. No, no, oh, pull no, it no. Up. I mean, I'm just stating pull the fact. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it I just looked at it last season. In 28 games, he scored 17. He didn't score 20. Oh, he. So he had four seasons then. in a row of 20. Um, okay. But he didn't score 20 last season because, oh, like, in like I make it say, games? probably due to injuries, yeah. Okay, all right, fair. Yeah, I know that season's kind of tough. But, right? the lap, uh, but Demani, he didn't play 10 games. In those 10, do you think he would have gotten three goals? Oh, no, oh, for sure. 100%. That's what I'm saying. 
yeah, it's 17 out of 28 games. That's fine. Okay, oh, that's good. But the point is, this guy was injured for like a long time this season. It looks like I think he's going to score 20 goals this season. And it's not just goals, okay, Popo. It's the type hmm. of goals this guy scores. Hmm. Because that goal, he just... I know I'm sort of like making too much noise about what, you know, his critics will say it's kind of a generic goal. My brother is one of them. He's like, oh, it's kind of a generic goal. But there is no angle. When this guy picks that ball up, there is no angle. And that's why the keeper didn't even save it. Because no one will shoot it from there. Hmm. But he will find the angle and he will place it there. And look, this guy is just purely... Dolapo, Dolapo let me ask you something. Dolapo. Oh, I thought that was the last word. Last word, last word. Dolapo. It seems like you have the stats. Is it flash score that you used? <laughs> no. I'm okay. using EPL app. Okay, okay. Dolapo, let me just tell you this. Season of 16-17. King played 30 games. Dolapo, do you know how many goals he scored? Yeah, he scored 29. Oh, my God. Okay. That's insane. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dolapo, 17-18. How many matches did he play and how many goals did he score? He... Yo, guys, I'm not arguing with that. Dolapo, please just he answer me. He scored 30 yeah. goals in 37 appearances. 30 goals in 37. You, prior to that, you said 29 in 30. Yeah. The season after, 17 in 28. This season, 17 in 28. Are you guys not seeing what's happening? Are you guys not seeing what's happening? This guy is a, is a goal machine. And the guy is world class. If you see his passing, don't have to go. You they have don't to talk about head. that enough. They don't, don't talk, talk about, about it. that enough. Like, so like the, the passing. So, so, the so, passing. so, 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 the lapo, when he scored 29 in 30, it must have been make, makeshift defenses all across the board. <laughs> All across no, the no, board. No, 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 see, see, see. When he scored 13 in 37, when he scored 13 in 37, must have been makeshift defenses. All across they the board. All, they were all makeshift. They were all, all, all makeshift. Yo, what you're crazy. doing is you're reducing the point that was made. I don't, I, I'm not arguing that he's not world class. I'm just here to just throw random facts in there to help balance out the argument. So I'm not telling you you're wrong for saying he's world class. My opinion would be the difference between Hurricane and Aubameyang is not so much that one is world class and one isn't. That's why I ask you that question, but I don't want to delve deeper into it. Okay, I think no that listeners I heard. Think, well, let me just. I know you're, you're right. Sorry, let me just say one last thing. The reason why Hurricane, in my in my opinion, is a better player than Aubameyang is because of his off the ball abilities as well. He's a much better passer than Aubameyang. Aubameyang is actually not a good passer off the ball at all. I would agree with that. I would agree. Yeah, Hurricane, yeah. both left foot, right foot is a much better candidate. And heading wise, Hurricane is much better with his head than Obama Young. These are all factual statements. He's the guy, left foot, right foot, right foot, header, foot head. That's what I'm saying. Like, Come he, on, man. He will score you. Hey, hey, Wes, let me. Okay, okay, okay. We have heard Hurricane is world class for you guys. I hope that you guys, you know, have him. Wait, Daniel, did you have Hurricane year 11? You're 11 under 30? Of course I did. Of course. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. <laughs> I'm just checking. Yo, so let's talk about the relegation battle real quick. Um, Wax, I'm going to start with you. We kind of talked a little bit about Aston Villa, Watford, since they're both playing Arsenal. Um, how do you think? How do you see it shaking out? Which which teams do you think is going to be rele- relegated along with Norwich? Uh, let me look at the fixtures real quick. Guys, so Watford, Watford finishes the season um, against Manchester City and then Arsenal. I think we brought that up already. So, um, definitely going down then. 
So <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think, um, I think Aston Villa have a better chance. Yeah, to actually overcome that three point um difference because Watford have City and Arsenal, and those are whew, those are two really tough games for them. And uh, Aston Villa's last game, even though it's away, it's, it's against West Ham. So on paper, on paper, it it it, it looks like two losses. <laughs> Man, that's hard. Yeah. Are, are we for the for the record? Do we all kind of think Bournemouth is out? Do we think they're they're dropped basically at this point? Their last game is against um. Everton. Damn, I just had to... say that again. Their last game is against Everton. Yeah, so last game is against Everton, who are one of those teams that don't have anything to play for. Basically, their season is done. Um, so maybe not the most difficult game, but do we think Bournemouth is out? Do we think do we think they can they can get points? Because if they can get points, they're probably not out. They have a chance. Yeah, I, I don't know if they can. Can they beat everything? I guess they could. I guess they could. But, I mean, we would just... I, I have no idea who's going to get relegated. I'm confused. Like, maybe... maybe You're confused. Daniel, I know Daniel's no, never confused. He, 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 I'm never. I'm, I'm never confused, no. So, <laughs> I'm looking at this table. It seems like Watford has to actually have a game in hand. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, too? Yeah, no, Bournemouth played their Yeah, yeah, Norwich, games. Bournemouth, they're done. They're done, they're done. So right now, <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's really just Watford and Aston Villa, and I think that Watford are going to go down because we're going to beat them, and City are definitely going to beat them too. So mm-hmm. I see, uh, yeah, Aston Villa is probably going to make it uh, like on the final day or something. Okay. You're not worried about the fact that City's form is a little bit shaky and yeah, maybe they don't they, care that much and, about winning? They can fill the third team and still beat Watford. <laughs> you okay. know, well, yeah, they, they're done. They're done. Okay. Noted. So you have Watford out. But I wanted to do it. I give a shout out to, uh, since we talk about relegation, give a shout out to Leeds. Leeds United are back. And I love their coach. Uh, what, Mark Rubia? I love that guy. The guy is just, he's just very passionate. And uh, I heard a fun fact during the FA Cup game that he actually brought up Pep Guardiola. Have you guys heard this? Mm-hmm. At no. Barcelona, no. no. You guys haven't heard. Apparently, he, like, mentored Pep Guardiola or something. And, uh, oh, Pep, really? Yeah, Pep mentored Atessa. So I'm actually looking forward to that dynamic. Like, what? Shout out to, uh, to Leeds United for coming back. Okay. Yeah, no, shout out to them. And, Mika, I want to ask you, Actually, I don't know if Emeka is here. Emeka is busy looking up stats and <laughs> bumping up stats. No, we, we just needed to hold Watts accountable. We needed okay, to hold Emeka... accountable for it. No, no, no. Thank, thank you so much. You guys, yelled, you. you guys yelled and, and did not allow me speak. So, Yo, yeah, exactly. Because nothing you would have said would yeah, have had a new Fuck off. Yeah, Emeka, I want to ask you. Of the teams that are in the relegation battle, or even the teams that you think are going to be relegated, I don't know if you want to share your opinion with us. What players do you think um, big teams should be looking for? Maybe your team, Arsenal, should be looking to sign. I know you already brought up Tyrone Mings. So I know you're super prepared with the list. Um, what other players do you think are like teams should be paying attention to and should scoop up ASAP? Honestly, this is a very good question, man, because 
there are quite a number of people that I'm not even sure why they would be getting relegated, given the strength that they bring and they possess. So, for example, now, somebody like Cantwell, right? I'm not saying he should come to Arsenal. Oh, by no means should he come to Arsenal. He's not good enough. But somebody like Cantwell can't go back to championship. You know what I mean? Like, somebody like Everton, somebody like, even if Watford should stay up, they should definitely... Yeah, Pookie is, I think, 29, 30. I can, quite, I can kind of understand why people won't really rush Pookie like that. I think this may have been like his last being able to give 100%. And then I think from now on, he might start to go down. But somebody like Todd is still very young. But anyways, for a team like Arsenal, honestly, I'll take Grealish over Ceballos any day. You see what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think there are players... I think Grealish is better than Aiden a decent number of players that currently play for Arsenal. They don't necessarily start, but they play. And I don't think they should be playing at all like Ceballos. Quite frankly, I don't think Madrid should blow off any players in game ever. But ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, honestly, honestly, because you guys, when I said when Ceballos was loaned originally at the beginning of the season, I flagged him, red flagged him. I said, you guys, pay attention to this guy. He's going to be an absolute bomb. I called him out. And you guys have all seen that he has turned out to be exactly who I told you guys that he would be. I don't think that we would agree. I think Daniel said earlier that Arsenal have turned it around because they're playing Sebas and Xhaka in midfield. He's like, so we're not playing Guendouzi. That's what, that's what I said. And then, uh, and then also, to be honest, I think, um, obviously... Buendia. How about Buendia? Uh He's okay. I mean, I don't really like... You know, tear I've head seen a little um, between him and James Madison. Yeah, I'm really tear head for the guy. But if Bournemouth should go down, no reason why a player like Nathan Ake should be in Bournemouth, bro. Oh, give I'll me a thousand percent. I I'll take Ake over Mustafi. Not only exactly. that, if you tell me that, okay, the only way to get Mustafi off the team is somebody has to kill him, I'll sign up for the job. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll kill him. I'll kill him. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's my They're point. Joking. Somebody like I, I, I'm just joking, guys. Please, I'm just joking. But <laughs> somebody like, and I'm being serious. Please, if anything should happen to Mustafi, God forbid. <laughs> but anyways, somebody like Ake should not be playing in Championship. No chance. Ake honestly should be top six. Should be in the top six English. In fact, if Tottenham doesn't snap him up, because I know Arsenal is going to be slow, but I can see somebody like Tottenham snapping him up real quick in the event that they get relegated. Even Chelsea. I think he would even start for Chelsea because I think, honestly, Ake is even as good as Rudiger, who, as we know, Rudiger often has injury-related issues. And so I think that would be a very good signing. I don't know. I would take Ake over Zuma as well. So so that's the caliber of player that I think can definitely uh, move over to Arsenal. And then yeah. let me think from a more like attacking standpoint, I guess I could maybe cite somebody like um, even Frazier. Although Frazier is actually, yeah. I think, a little old, but he still, I think, has some capacity to ginger. You know, he kind of reminds me of Mata, the way he moves. He's not that old, though. He's 26. Ryan Frazier is 26. Oh, there we go. I was for maybe his face, you know, he's kind of... <laughs> he just looks old. That's what yeah, he looks old. Yeah, so I maybe... Had David Brooks or about David Brooks? I don't know about nah, Brooks. Nah, 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 no Brooks, man. Sorry, nah. sorry. <laughs> but, but, but for sure, Frazier, man. Frazier. So imagine if we can just go and pick Frazier, Aki. Come on, man. That's 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 those are two excellent signings, man. Yeah, they don't yeah, have to start. They don't have to start. Oh, to, have to, to add to what Emeka is saying, I was going to say exactly what Emeka said about Nathan Ake in for Mustafi, all right? But uh, I only add one more name 
Because these are the sort of shrewd signings I've been saying we should make. Don't go and look for some 70 million buy, 80 million buy. That's not what you need. There are good guys in the league. Some of them are going. I'm going to get them. Ake is one. You put in Ake for Mustafi. But this guy at Norwich, uh, I think we should get rid of Bellerin, man. I'm just tired of that guy. Yeah, Cedric, get, right? We have Cedric, but, you know, he's been injured. So I think we should get Max Ahrens from Norwich. That, mm. guy's, that guy's very good, very quick. And he's young, quick, right? But I think he's young. He might, uh, he might be old. Yeah, no, he's definitely young. He's, def- he's like yeah. 21, 22. Exactly. Look at that, man. Think, we can I have think... this guy for six years, man. He can, he can oh, play absolutely. for us for six years. Absolutely. The money, you're absolutely right. I think we should get Bellerin out. Get I think guy. we should keep Bellerin, but he should maybe travel for us. So maybe he should go to Thailand. Maybe <laughs> hang out with them. Hang out with people in Thailand. He go. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely. We need that that nice face, that pretty boy face that he likes to do for us. Yeah, we need it. And then maybe he can come play some maybe Carlin Cup games, shine, and then we'll send him out again to Thailand too. I mean, yeah, it doesn't PR. it doesn't hurt to have yeah. it doesn't hurt to have three right backs because we know. No, but here's the thing. On a more serious note, I don't know if you guys know this, but Bellerin collects I think 150 per week. It's unacceptable. It's he needs he it's needs crazy. to go immediately. He needs to go immediately. We can get that guy errands and pay half. And think about it, how much it amasses, how much that counts, it adds up to in a year. So honestly, Bellerin has to go. Ake can easily replace Socrates and Mustafi. The both of them. You can imagine Grealish, I know we will be able to pay him far less than what Ozil is collecting. You see what I'm saying? So this yeah. is now, there's a very, very big, I know we're not really necessarily talking about Arsenal right now, but this I think is a great opportunity for Arteta to say, you know what, let me just be that guy. Let me be that guy who will do, you know, what Unai couldn't do because he was a coward. Let me send Ozil home. You know what I mean? Like, we know Elzo, we respect him. The guy has been stellar for the team for the first couple years that he came. Okay, time to move him on. 300k per week is unacceptable for a player that doesn't play. Send him off. Bring bring exactly. Bring in somebody like McGinn, Grealish. Bring in, you know, come on, Frazier. How about, how about, how about, I have two more players you guys didn't mention. They're Watford players. Sar, the Liverpool killer, and Ducore. What do you think about those guys? we're, We're good, we're good. Oh wow! Really? I'll take Dukuri over Gwenduzi any day. Dukuri will, will put in one hundred and ten percent. I will take day. anybody over Gwenduzi any day. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there is rumor that Party is coming to Arsenal. I don't know how. Um, Party. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I don't necessarily think he is that player. I'm not saying he's bad or anything. I just think that we want somebody who has played in England. Bono is going to Spain to bear play. Wow. So you wouldn't take Thomas Partey, really? Nah, I think, I think, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying that he will now just be another very expensive signing for a position that can be easily filled by somebody much more affordable. You see what I'm saying? And that's already in the league. Exactly. Like Ducore, somebody like that we know can give a. I don't even know why on earth Everton let go of the greaser. That's the player we should have gotten from Everton. I don't know how he ended up in PSG. Yeah. So anyway, okay. No, no, no. I'm glad. I'm happy you guys got the chance to, you know, dream about all these relegation players. And, you know, I hope Arsenal do get to buy a couple of them and wonder why you're six next season. Uh, Kerry, let's let's talk about United. Screw you, game Screw you. <laughs> United, United is playing West Ham. Um, a, a pretty big game just for the table. United has been given a chance because Leicester dropped points. 
So top four is looking looking very, very, very possible if he can close out the season strong. What are you expecting for that game? Um, and what do you think is going to happen? What what result would you predict? Yeah, if if United doesn't win that game, we clearly don't deserve to be in the top four. Like mm. so, I I expect to bounce back from the loss today. I expect everyone to be raring to go. I expect us to beat West Ham comfortably. So if if that doesn't happen, like yeah, I'll. Okay. I'll hold my hands up and say, yeah, we we don't even deserve to be in the top four because clearly we couldn't beat West Ham at home after uh. Leicester has dropped points once again. And yeah. I think the Liverpool-Chelsea game is also that day. I think we play first, then Chelsea-Liverpool is after. It's on Wednesday. So we need to win to put pressure on Chelsea, you know? Yeah. So we can overtake Leicester immediately after the win be ahead of them by three points on 65 and then uh, put pressure on Chelsea so that they can tie. If if we win and Chelsea ties or doesn't win, like we'll be third. So this is probably the biggest game of our season, mm. bigger than mm. the game today. So I expect I expect everybody to to know what is at stake and play like, you know, they know what is at stake. You know. And it seems based on the way he picked the lineup today that that's that game is big. Like he's not mm-hmm, taking any mm-hmm, chances. Mm-hmm. Right? Clearly, he he has an eye for that Wednesday game. So yeah, I like I I I expect a good game. I don't expect to see any stupid mistakes from anyone. Right? <laughs> you expect the hair to be started? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. He like he loves the yeah. He has come out and praised the guy one million times. He won't this particular game this is not the moment for like a statement yeah this is this is not the game like for only to be making any statements like benching the hair Man. but what a cracker of a last game is that Leicester man you game gonna be in? yeah it could be depending That's on because yes we know that man you is definitely gonna beat West Ham you know Michael Antonio his Gregor can only last for so long you know, like when you that muscle and bustle, running up and down the whole place, kicking everybody down. At some point, you get tired, and I think that's. <laughs> you guys so, don't yeah. think David Moyes will really enjoy ruining United? <laughs> of course, <he> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, man. But yeah, I don't think West Ham has the capacity to be my United at Old Trafford, given United's current form. Although we don't quite know what the hair did against Chelsea, but ultimately, though, I think that last game because. Let me see. Goal defense-wise, goal defense-wise. They're the same right now. If United win, United will have more goal difference based on however much they win by. So that West Ham game is actually pretty big. Because even if United is able to win, it will be really helpful if they can win very comfortably score-wise. Because then they're chilling on that last day. Right, right, right. Why Why do West Ham have McNoble in the team? I don't understand. As a captain, a leader, what do you mean? I you don't, don't understand know. leadership? That's what's wrong with Arsenal. No? Some of these teams, is just he's, he's limited in what he can do. So, yo, guys, guys. So, actually, let's think about this, right? So, Dolapo is absolutely correct. So, right now, GD is 28, okay, for the two teams. Now, let's say Man U wins 2-0, and then Leicester beats Man U 2-0. So, basically, the same GD... Okay. Leicester would go through. Leicester would be on top because they have more goals scored. 
Oh, so yeah, they don't they don't do head to head in the league, right? No, I okay, think that's so, like the last. Thing so the, look next, at, yeah. the next thing is is goal scored. You're sure about that? I'm pretty but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll goal double scored. check, but I'm pretty sure it's goal scored. Goal scored. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, because that's kind of silly. Why wouldn't it be goals conceded? Anyways, that's yeah, this is why the biggest games for you. How could it be goals conceded? Really, the team that concedes the least. Should be. And like, what league does that? I'm just saying. I just think. Like, what league? what this guy. You see what this? You see what this complete? You okay? I say you should shut the fuck up. He said, "What the hell is going on?" What an absolute dumbass! Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <phew>. uh, <laughs> Yo, Daniel, let, let's talk about the Liverpool-Chelsea game because that's another pretty big game. Yeah, Like we said, Chelsea, they seem like they don't want to be top four. They seem to like kind of be following Leicester, maybe not as drastic, but they've been dropping points and, you know, giving United a chance. What, what do you think is going to happen with Liverpool season basically being done, they are losing to Arsenal. I mean, they're losing to just anybody. It seems like. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? You guys need to put some respect on our names, man. I don't like the way you talk about it anyway. But uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, though. I, no, Chelsea <laughs> has been such a strange team this season. They beat Man City one week, and the next week they're like losing to uh, who did they even lose to? West Ham. Losing to some West Ham. This same West Ham where you're talking about, you going to lose to West Ham. It's just so inconsistent. So it's kind of, you can't tell what they're going to do, but I just don't see them beating Liverpool. Because I actually like caught that Arsenal-Liverpool game. You guys say, oh, they let us beat them. Those guys actually fought very hard in that game. They, they, they were trying to win it. And I think they will show up at Chelsea and try to win that game too. And I just, I'm not sure that that Chelsea defense will be able to stop Mane and, uh, and, and Salah. I just don't see it. They're going to concede at least two goals that game. And I don't know how they're going to score three to win it. So mm. they're in a very precarious like position. I don't know. It's it, This is like literally the worst two teams, I think, outside of maybe City to have for your last two games when you're in this situation. Wolves and Liverpool. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, Liverpool are champions. You don't want them. And you definitely don't want City. But if it's not City, why Wolves? Mm-hmm. That's a very tough team. Yeah. Uh, I don't see them winning it. And to be honest, I can, I don't know what this table looks like at the top right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea were the ones that like dropped out and less than United made it, sadly. Because these, these two games are tough. They're tough. So you think Leicester could drop out the top four altogether? I mean, I said Leicester. Chelsea could Chelsea, drop out the top yes, four. I think they could end up dropping out of the top four altogether just because those two games are just, they're not easy games to win. Just hmm. simply put, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and let's talk about the uh, Sheffield versus Everton game. That's another another game coming up. All these games are pretty big. Sheffield is they're currently in eighth. They're on the hills of Europe. You know, they they drop points at the beginning of the restart. They look like they're back to closer to what they were um, for most of the season. How, how big a game is this? And do you think Sheffield is going to be able to get the points against Everton? Yeah, to be honest, Everton's away form is abysmal this year. If you look at their last five away games, 
they lost four of them. They lost to Arsenal, lost to Chelsea, lost to Tottenham, lost to Wolves. They barely beat Norwich, which, as we all know, Norwich is Norwich. So Sheffield, if you look at their home form, they beat Chelsea, they beat Wolves, they beat Tottenham. Obviously, they beat Norwich. We should probably just stop talking about Norwich. And then <laughs> they lost to Arsenal, but we remember that game was a very tough one. So anyways, ultimately, I do believe that Sheffield will get that win against Everton, just given the team forms and how they play at home and away. And rightfully so, because I think Sheffield, yeah, granted, they didn't win the league, but let's not cut, let's cut them their credit, man. Excellent, excellent performing team. Like, I don't know, man. They definitely exceeded expectations. I thought they would go right back where they came from. But, you know, shout out to them, shout But, yeah, I think they'll win everything. I don't know. The Sutton game at that point, they're not really going to be playing for much. Well, actually, no. They could be. Why not? Yeah, so if they win, they would have 57. And yeah. obviously, everybody's still fighting for top six, actually. So, yeah, um, the yeah. game against Sutton is a very big game for them. I think that Sutton will win that game, given that Danny Ing is trying to, you know, just, I don't know, maybe get to 25 this season. I'm not sure what his plan is. But um, I think that would be a tougher fixture. But the game against Everton, I think Sheffield is right. Okay, okay. Uh, last, last game I want to talk about, Wolves versus Crystal Palace. Um we talked about all the teams that are chasing Europe right now. Wolves are currently in seventh. They played Crystal Palace, and um, their last game of the season is going to be against Chelsea. So I'm sure they're probably looking at this as their great opportunity to get points. Crystal Palace is one of those confusing mid-table teams that they can look good and they can look horrible um, in the same game. Um, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Wolves are going to be able to pull through? Yeah, yeah, I think for sure. Wolves... Was, I mean, like, just like I said for the for, for the United game, if you don't win at home against a team in the bottom half of the table, then you, you're not serious about your goals. You know, yeah. so uh, a team that has Jimenez, that has Hota, that has Dendonka, good manager. Traore. You know, Traore, Adama, I don't really rate him super highly, but yeah. <laughs> um, a team that, you know, has ambition, is well managed, you can't come at home and throw away your throw away your season against Crystal Palace. So who should who should win? Hopefully Jimenez gets a pops a couple of goals for FPL purposes. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go Bulls win. Okay. Okay. Um only a couple more things I want to talk about. Since you just brought up FPL, um I just wanna just real quick and make out what's going on in FPL. I know you're a reigning boss of the week. I don't know what the tally is. You might have the most. If not you, maybe Rich Forever has the most. But <laughs> what's been going on? <laughs> like, you've been racking up these butts of the wicks, you know, pretty frequently. And it's still kind of hard to find you on the table. Like, just for the people that haven't been keeping track with the D70 plan, what's what's up? Yeah, what, 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 what happened to that bullshit? <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think ultimately I would much rather focus on more important issues like just recently, Trump tried to um, <laughs> Trump tried to deport international students. That yeah, we, we can move and, on. Uh, this is this yeah, also, also, um, yeah, I, I just think what, what's going on in the world right now. Obviously, when I was cleverly coming up with the D70 plan, I did not foresee a pandemic. And, um, mm. so mm. since the pandemic I haven't even touched my team so obviously if I'm not even touching my team 
it's no surprise that I'm getting bust of the week because, I mean, I'm not touching my team. You guys can go verify this. I haven't even touched my team once. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm a bit still shook from the pandemic. It's been a very crazy year. Obviously, you guys know that I'm very savvy when it comes to football. Um, so what's I mean, the highest? Year, what's the highest position next year? FPL. Yeah, I mean that's because doesn't there, matter, right? There are some so years. If, that they oh don't yeah, think my highest is fifteenth. Yeah, you, you finished fifteenth. You didn't win. Have you ever won? No, you haven't. So shut up. <laughs> I actually have. I actually have. So what are you talking about? So what are you talking about? This guy has not finished, like. Happy. Even even sixty, you have not finished. <laughs> your D seventy plan. That's why you finish seventy every time. So I don't know how you come on here and tell me pandemic this, pandemic that. When, when this the only year that has been pandemic. What happened last year? The year before and the year before that. Please don't come. It was regular regular flu pandemic. We didn't. I, I mean, obviously, yeah. Kerry looks for every opportunity to try and bring down my character. Ultimately, what I think we should all focus on is how when Emeka came and said that Sadio Mane was better than Hazard, ironically, Messi and Hazard. Thank you so much. Daniel, real quick, I guess let's wrap it up. I know you want to talk about the city ban. Champions League is going to be back in a couple of weeks. I believe August 7th is the first game, you know, Manchester City versus Real Madrid. We'll talk more about that when it gets closer. You know, as a Real Madrid fan here, I'm, I'm eager to see what happens. I hope Manchester City keeps playing the way they're playing. We'll beat them very well. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Manchester City's ban has been lifted. So we talked about the whole top four thing. There was hopes that, you know, teams could finish a fifth and get to Champions League. No longer going to be the case. Um, but what's what's um what's, what's up with the ban? Right, right. So the ban was just silly from the beginning. So UEFA actually has a regulation that says they cannot, they themselves, UEFA, cannot investigate you for uh what's it FFP violation when five years have passed. So sort of like a statute of limitations situation. Okay. Five years passes, they can't investigate you. This thing they're accusing City of happened like eight years ago. And, and they still brought a case forward. And then the case was this, was that apparently uh, City is disguising uh, equity funding as sponsorship deals. Because there's the rules, the FFB rules, you cannot use funds from anywhere else apart from sponsorship to buy players and make this sort of player recruitment. And they're accusing City of actually using equity funding to fund players. But we already mentioned this the other day, right? We have a situation where the owner of the club also owns the sponsor of the team. So if he's just renewing sponsorship deals with the team and, you know, every year he just ups how much they're sponsoring the team, who's UEFA to show up and say, oh, well, uh, we, we think that, you know, you are sponsoring the team too much. It, does, it makes no sense. So this is what needs to happen. You either close the loophole that says, you know, if you own the team, you cannot own in any way the, the sponsor of the team. Or I think they should just get rid of FFP altogether. Because all 20 teams in the league, I think, have billionaire owners. We have a billionaire owner, Arsenal. I'm sure he can afford a few hundred millions here for us to buy players. But we're not allowed to do it. We have to buy the Rams, the quarterback for the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
just get rid of F the the rules FFP altogether and just let everyone let everyone just go free reign, try and bid for who they want. Because right now the the rules just don't make sense. Some mm. rich owners own sponsors that are sponsoring the team that they own, and then they are using that to fund players. And some other rich owners don't have sponsors, and it makes no sense. So I think it was right. It was fair that the ban was lifted. It was very unfair to bring the case in the first place, and the case never really made sense. So I'm happy that City wow. actually but I will participate say, uh, in Europe. I will say this, that it, it also speaks to the quality of football that we have in England, because really it shows oh me God. now more than ever that no matter how much money you spend, you're not guaranteed a penny, basically. So if you can imagine when a player, a manager thinks it fair, to take out one silver and bring in another silver? <laughs> how mad, that's madness. Think about it. That's how good the team is. It's like, oh, I want silver to stay. So silver, you come out, you silver, you go in. That's crazy. So my point is, you can pay however much you want. Go and sign everybody, but you're not guaranteed. Watford will come and clap you. <laughs> like, see, everybody, we all knew. When La Liga started this year, it was either going to oh, be Barca or Madrid. In PSG, we didn't even Yo, in France, we didn't... Yes, I am talking about... Yo, Was, please mute your mic. And then in in, in 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 France, we don't even talk about it. Spain, we know exactly. Germany, is that even a country? So ultimately, my point is, England is the one nation that nobody knows who will win at the beginning of the season. Nobody knows. Literally, nobody can even tell you the top five accurately. Top two. Definitely nobody can tell you top two. Going into this season, nobody knew who the top two would be. That's an absolute lie. What are you saying, Emeka? Like, why? You guys want to speak in hindsight. Okay, let me ask you this. Since you're so confident, next season, who's top two? Delapo. Next season, I have to do my calculations. Okay. But at the moment, I would say Liverpool and but City. I haven't point, you don't that. have to do your calculations. Me, for La Liga, I have to do nothing. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. Let's be honest. I don't have to do a jack in a single thing. That's what that you time. think. You don't know. But that's what I'm telling you. I know. Okay. <laughs> but you just told me you didn't know Manchester City and Liverpool are going to be top two this season. Like, please, get out of here. No, no. That's my point. Exactly. So you don't know. I don't know where you're trying to like what your point you're making is not working. It's, it's no. not working for you. Well, I may be well, talking okay. for you. So, the point I'm making is that we do not know who will win or who will be top two in England, but I know who exactly it's going to be in Spain. It's going to be either Madrid or Barca because those leagues are so easy to predict. But going to next season, you know, season, you know who's going to be second in a uh, in French league. I know who's going to win it. No, no, like, I thought we were doing top two. <laughs> no, that's not my point. Like, my, okay, you see what I'm saying? You, but but you know, now, now you're trying to be funny, but you're looking like a clown. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just doing what you do. You said you said you know top two. So I said, do you know top two in France? And now you're but telling that's me. That's what I'm saying. My point is ultimately that if you can, it's even worse to just know who's number one. So we can even limit it. Okay, Delapo, who's winning Prem next season? I don't know. Okay, I'm telling you that nobody does. But I can tell who's you that... Who's winning La Liga winning, next season? But I'm telling you right now, who's winning La Liga is between Barca and... Between Barca so, and wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. That's not the question. Who's winning La Liga? It's between Barca and Madrid. I'm telling you. 
It's between Barca and Liverpool. I told you it's between City and Liverpool. I don't understand how that You're trying to act like you're not smart. What are you guys talking about? Financial fair play. Financial fair play. So basically, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. To me, right? To me, right? This FFP UEFA. I mean, FFP is basically like EFCC right now. Like that's like that's what these guys do. Like the FFP themselves, they are corrupt. They go after other corrupt. Like we've known, UEFA is corrupt for a while. They came after City. Who knows why they came after City? At the end of the day. City just gave them 10 million cool pounds and then they dropped the case. So I don't know if FFP just needed 10 million pounds from City for some reason. They said, Let's bring this case against them, there's you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever. So, like, I they, think they, we should scrap yeah, FFP, make... we should shred it. They have not sorry. You so I was going to ask you, you think we should scrap FFP? Absolutely, you know, you shred it to shreds. Wow. Like throw everything away. Like, what's the point? Like the owner, the, the guys are corrupt. You are coming, you're coming to tell people that how are they spending money? Allow these guys have free range over the spending, whatever. Just try the leagues individually. I think that's the onus is on the leagues to try and make their leagues fair. So they can do things like split the TV revenue between the teams. Like these are things that they can vote on. Do other things within give some teams like better TV slots so that they can be in those time slots to make more money or add money, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, just, you know, dole out more money for the, the the positions that you finish in. You know, things like that. So there are many things that can be done within the leagues to make it fair. Don't come to City and say, yo, you guys bought this. Don't bring up stupid cases and then, and then yeah. collect 10 million from them and then say it's gone. Like, that's just absolute nonsense. So the corruption... Yeah, I think yeah, they- I think they tried to make a scapegoat out of City because they were basically a kind of nothing team and then a rich guy just bought an office and then they're competing and it doesn't like that. But I think they should get rid I agree with Carrie. Get rid of that FFP. Just get rid of it. And if you want to make it fair, I think try with like wage caps like they do here in the States. That's, like that's, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. That's fuck a bad idea. Which caps? Get the fuck out of here. Yes, I, I, I was just saying, you know, I know you guys are all looking at it because you're so fortunate to be supporting big clubs so you can you have money. Shut the fuck up, you guys. Shut up. Go and tell somebody like Watford that oh yeah, let's y'all get no obviously throw a fit because they also want to compete and they know that they stand no chance if the likes of United and City and Chelsea can just go and buy everybody. Everybody else wants to play too. They don't always have the financial backing. So no, we cannot get rid of financial. No, but America, America, you don't understand what's going. But FFP is what is killing Watford because they they have a billionaire owner who can finance the team, but he can't buy players with his money. They need sponsorship money to buy players. If you get rid of FFP, he can now use his money just to buy anyone. You understand? Like, that's actually what's going on. So, FFP is actually killing Watford. It's killing Arsenal. It's killing a lot of teams. And, and then, meanwhile, there were, there were like, place. there were already financial rules in place before FFP anyway, you know, to, like, stop teams from just going haywire. It's like you have to, over three to five years, you can't be in the red. 
simple shit like that. Like that was it was along yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah something like so, that. All this yeah. whole backdoor sponsorship, they are trying to be to to be intricate to catch teams. All this, like f- forget that shit, man. Everybody has money now. Like yo, every billionaire is buying teams, man. Like just like, just let that shit go. Yeah, I agree. Wow, you guys, you guys convinced the Mecca. Well, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think that that says it all. I, I, I don't know that it's as simple as you guys say, but hey, I, I don't care. Yo, this is just the I general, just, I the general, thing, just, the general. Oh yeah, no, no, of course, of yeah. course. Um, but yeah, no. Any, any last words? I think we've, you know, kind of hit on all the major topics. Um, last, I'll start with you. No, no, I want to come to you last. Actually, I'll give you the last word. And Mecca, last word. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were relying on me this season. <laughs> I, let, I let some people down. I will be, I will be a lot better next season. I likely will finish top three in FPL because I have a plan I'm working on right now. You have a family league or something. <laughs> League, but it's a good joke, Dalapo. Um, notwithstanding, um, I would also like to quick shout out to Arteta doing a phenomenal job. We hope that the likes of Kronky will back him. Um, shout out to Aqui Ohiri, who seems like uh, is the likely winner. I brought him into the league, I also coached him in high school. Um, also, shout out to the Uncut 90, this has been a good season, a good year for us as well, because a lot has happened. I would really hope that everybody can buy mics next season. <laughs> then, last but not least, um, I would like to wish Liverpool and all their fans continued success. Um, congratulations to them. Shout out to my boy Sadio. You know, when I was talking about him, they said I was wrong. He has gone on to win champs and so on and so forth. I'm not even going to list the accolades. So that's all I have to say. Thanks and God bless. And uh, vote for Biden. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> all right, Daniel, your turn. I next. Yeah, I would, I would also like to congratulate Liverpool. I know I have been a hater this season. A big hater this season. But it turns out uh, fate will have it that Jordan Henderson wins things. So I would like to congratulate Liverpool on winning the, the Premier League. It was actually a stellar season. I was yeah. expecting them to lose much sooner than they did, and they never did. And even when they did, they just picked it right back up. So props to them. Uh, the other shout-out I want to do is to say really that Harry Kane is now like one of my favorite players, like honestly, mm. like in the game. Just, uh, I think this guy has done it so consistently. And I am so like, I am so impressed with the type of goals he's scoring. It's not just that he's scoring goals. The type of goals he's scoring is just marksman stuff. And I, I just have to give a props to the guy. And I'm just so sorry that some people don't think he's world class. It's kind of sad. But that's my last word. Hi, <laughs> Kerry. Right, yeah, so I I don't know why everyone is giving their life story because this isn't the last episode of the sneaker. 
everyone is is giving life story. But basically, yeah, I just hopefully. I hope Manchester United can win on Wednesday, you know, and uh, I solidify that top four. You know, it's not easy on us United fans. And uh, so yeah, like shout, I want to shout out Ole. It's been a, it's been a tough season. Hopefully, you know, he can he can pull through. So uh, I just want United to beat West Ham very well, and yeah, and uh, Harry Kane is not world class. Sad. All right. Sad. There you have it, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Share it with all your friends and everything. And we'll be back next week with a new episode. Thanks for being on, guys. Nice.